0: This is In The Know for Tuesday, November 22, the 326th day of 2022. There are 39 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In The Know at K105. On Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. One day closer to uh, Thanksgiving, we'll also have a, a fire overnight. We'll tell you about that uh, kind of is significant here locally. Plus, we'll have day number twenty-two of Thankful Giving. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the. No, he is a five-time winner of the Covenant Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Doha. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning Sam. Morning Ralph. How you doing? Good, how are you? not too bad were you fiFAing yesterday
1: did you world Cup it up I, I sat right there yeah. and I put it on the on the on the TV there and was kind of watching as I was as I was working luckily soccer is kind of one of those games you can kind of put one eye on one eye off mm-hmm. because you can listen to the announcers and when they start to get excited you can look up really quick and see if you're missing anything I don't,
0: then, I don't really like sports where you where you draw where you're level at the end and you draw yeah I don't know up around that. your neck. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, when does
1: the U.S. play again? Friday. Friday. It's, it's, I mean, they play the English.
0: Okay. It's oh. a big rivalry. Oh, so they got through, they drew with the Welsh, and now they get the English coming up And then on they Friday.
1: play Iran on
0: Tuesday. Iran on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Oh, go USA, without a doubt. Absolutely. Yukon uh, Cornelius is in, Yukon uh, Cornelius is on assignment this week, so we say good morning. Welcome over there, chair number three morning. To uh, Grayson County Health Director,
2: Josh Horton. Morning. Good morning. There's just no glamorous way to introduce the health director. <laughs> so do you get this? Do you know? I don't know if this
0: is. Sometimes you have to earn your theme music on the show. This is... The Horton Suite from Horton Here's a Who. Man, I didn't catch it. So, and get it? horton here's a who world health organization
2: <laughs> that's a good i've never connected drop,
0: i'm all out right yeah, here good job so, good morning good to see you good morning
2: and happy happy thanksgiving
0: uh, yeah you ready uh ready for some thanksgiving stuffing and dressing and things later in the week
2: man i've already had it twice going for three <laughs>
0: <laughs> why well, quit now right yeah all
2: right so uh i uh you can be here the entire hour is that right? Yeah, I Learned. believe I can Learned. if you all want me to. Very, unless you get bored and you just will me right out. Just don't
0: nod off whatever you do while we get through some of these headlines, okay? Uh, warm, dry for pre-Thanksgiving travel days, which kind of begins today and uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow is the, really the significant travel day. But we are going to be blessed with warm temperatures for the foreseeable future, especially compared to what our highs have been for the last few days. We're going to see some rainfall possible. Over the weekend, and we will see kind of a wet end to the weekend, but again, temperatures will be warm enough that I think you'll enjoy. Sunny and 57 today, clear and 31 tonight, increasing clouds tomorrow and a high of 60, and then for Thanksgiving Day, a 3 in 10 chance of rain, but a high of 62. Nationally, the weather forecast looking pretty good. Uh, the southeast, well, more like throughout the Sun Belt, like Texas and Louisiana and those areas, off toward uh, Arizona, they're kind of looking for some precipitation in those areas, which give us our precipitation at the end of the weekend. But largely, temperatures looking uh, pretty nice for the upcoming holiday weekend, so that is good news. Some of the news headlines to bring you: a uh, we'll start with a fire uh, overnight in uh, on commerce drive and what if you've been around for a long time you may know as the countryside Inn. it has been i believe as far as i know it's not been used in quite some time but the litchfield fire department responded to a fire on commerce drive to the former countryside Inn. it was also at one point in time called the o'connell lodge it it, uh, has been vacant for a long time but i also know that i think people have been uh, squatters have been using it to try and seek shelter and fire officials believe maybe that's how the fire started uh, overnight. But uh, they, it was kind of contained to a couple of units, but then fire got into the attic and some other areas. So anyway, we'll uh, that happened in the uh, overnight hours. Multiple fire departments battled a fire on Sunday on Sype School Road. That happened about 9.20 Sunday morning. Caneyville Falls of Rough, Litchfield Fire, and the Rosine Fire Departments, along with EMS, Responded to a structure fire at the 1,400 block of Sipes School Road. Firefighters found a large home fully engulfed in flames with a nearby cabin and outbuilding in danger of also catching fire. They were able to protect the adjacent buildings, but the home was a total loss. A Litchfield man has been arrested on a drug charge during a traffic stop between Clarkson and Litchfield Saturday night at about uh, 9 o'clock. Grayson County Deputy Nick Pruitt conducted a traffic stop in the 3,200 block of Elizabethtown Road. On a 2012 GM Sierra with an unreadable temporary tag, 41-year-old Woody Wooden uh, was the driver. Pruitt asked for and received permission to search the vehicle where they found a bag of of methamphetamine. He was subsequently arrested and lodged. The weekly COVID report is out. We haven't touched on this in a couple of weeks, but the latest COVID numbers are out from the Kentucky Department for Public Health right on cue since our health director (laughs) is here. It does report, though, that yesterday 6,746 new cases, which is a sharp increase over the previous week, of 3,570. But, Josh, as you've maintained for many, well, several months now, those numbers aren't necessarily accurate because they include don't include home tests and people that are just, you know, they test at home and then decide whether they stay home or not. So the numbers are a little bit misleading, mm-hmm. but what
2: is the is the spike concerning? Um, It is, but it's expected. Um, You know, we're going into the holiday season. People are traveling more. Uh, People are gathering. It's cold outside, so people are staying indoors more. Um, And, yeah, I mean, we're just spreading all kinds of uh, sickness. And also people are not masking like um, we had been in the past. Well, so I would imagine
0: if you could lay – strep tests and flu tests and cold tests and other tests alongside these numbers, you, uh, RSV tests, you know, if you threw all those out there, you would also see a spike in those, mm-hmm. but COVID numbers get all the, get all the ink. So what I'm hearing you say is we're seeing surges in lots of illnesses, not just COVID.
2: Exactly. There's a lot of people. In fact, um, if you want to, uh, Test what I'm saying. Just get on social media and go down the wall, and you'll see so many kids right now are sick. Adults are sick. Lots of lots of flu out there. Uh, COVID still concern, RSV, of course, but yes. And then there's a, some type of stomach bug that's going around as well. Tis the season. Tis the season. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and, and I think a lot of those, you get run indoors and you're in
0: close proximity to one another. Uh, let me ask you, Josh, while we're kind of talking about health and illness and things, are we... I kind of sometimes think of humanity or, or society as toddlers that want to cover their ears and scream when they don't want to hear something about like they have to go to bed or they have to eat their vegetables or something. Do you find people covering their ears, shaking their heads, saying, don't tell me this information, I don't want to hear it? Or do you find them being
2: receptive about information relative to flu, RSV, COVID, etc.? I think initially people were just on autopilot. We've been so desensitized to uh, viruses and such because we've been in a pandemic now for since, you know, 2020. Um, But I think it's hitting at home. And that's what we see with uh, with COVID. You know, a lot of times people are not necessarily interested in it until someone they know gets it or they start noticing it more and more around them, and that's exactly what's happening with flu um, and RSV. You know, several several kids right now, very very sick. There's actually a report in the news, and um, this has been happening for weeks about uh, pediatric units and hospitals that are filling up and don't have any ba- bed availability because of RSV um, and other viruses. So, um, as people see this and hear it more, they are kind of you know kind of like, well, hold on now, you know, this is maybe something I should be concerned about so I think initially Mark to answer your question yes we're all on autopilot we just kind of tune it out because we've heard it over and over and over Mm -hmm. but now things are starting to hit closer to home right now a lot of people are sick
0: most schools are going to take a break
2: beginning tomorrow through the weekend Um, you would think that's an
0: opportunity to isolate a little bit and keep school students away from one another except then they go to family gatherings mm-hmm. and congregate with their cousins and, you know, and other people. If anything, people. they're going to be a lot closer uh, to people there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I guess. so. But I do know of at least a couple of school systems that went ahead and canceled today as well to try and uh, turn back some of these uh, spikes in numbers in the illness. And you're just seeing lots of students who are absent. So you got an absentee issue in some of our schools. In other headlines this morning, a Kentucky mayor is the latest candidate to file for the Republican nomination for governor in next year's race, 37-year-old Alan Keck, filed a run yesterday in a recent, after recently winning his second term as mayor of Somerset. When he was running for re-election in Somerset, he said uh, making a record investment in the city's police force and revitalizing the downtown area as his achievements. He is also a businessman, was president of Somerset Recycling, company owned by his father. Sure. Why not get it? I don't know Alan Keck. Never met Alan Keck. Don't know anything good or bad
1: about Somerset. Know some good people from Somerset. I don't know that I know anybody from Somerset.
0: Uh, have you ever met Mike Tarter?
1: Okay, once.
0: Okay, so Mike Tarter's from Somerset.
1: But it's, I, the one time he was there, though, um, his boss talked. I got you. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. I got you. Well, he's also from Somerset. Is he? Well, sort of, yeah. He's from he's from lots Is he funding
1: this guy's campaign? <laughs> uh, indirectly,
0: <laughs> uh, indirectly, I would say he probably is. Uh, I don't know why. If if Alan Keck, if this is a setup run for later,
1: that's my assumption.
0: You know, I get out there, just kind of run. I'm going to get out here and run alongside people and say, "Hey, how you all doing?" But I don't have any uh, thoughts about winning. Then, if it's a resume builder, okay, I get it, but you're just adding confusion to what is already that, a too deep of a field.
1: That's what it is, because before yesterday, did you know who Alan Keck was? Absolutely not. I would have presumed Somerset had a mayor, uh-huh. but I most, wouldn't have been able to name him in a thousand years. Most towns, just like I'm sure that Somerset wouldn't know who Litchfield's mayor was. You know, it just, it's, it's kind of that same thing.
0: There's some debate over
1: that. Uh huh. Um, so, I mean,
0: good for him, and, and maybe it's a name we'll know down the road, but when you already have Daniel Cameron, Kelly Craft, Ryan Quarles, Eric Dieters, Savannah Maddox, and Mike Harmon.
1: Apparently there's more, too. Apparently this he's the 12th.
0: He's the 12th? So I'm, so curious we're beyond...
1: who, I'm curious who these other ones are. That's okay. been, I, I always like to know the people that... It'd be like if one of us decided we were gonna run for governor. Like nobody knows. That. I nominate Josh.
0: I think Josh go. should go ahead and run for governor and oh. just <laughs> Okay. Attorney General Daniel Cameron, also candidate gubernatorial candidate, was joined yesterday by local officials in Bowling Green for the grand opening of the Attorney General's new Warren County field office, which is the fourth field office in the Commonwealth. The opening of the office is another step toward expanding the footprint of the Attorney General's office throughout the state. Last year, he opened one in uh, Covington, which is the northern Kentucky field office. So, great news. If you need the Attorney General's office, they're just right down the road now.
1: I wonder where that is in Bowling Green. I don't know. I didn't look that up.
0: I did not see either. Downtown, maybe? Probably. they got a bunch of space down Uh there. They're trying to fill up. If you go to that regional transportation cabinet, uh, office down there It shows you they've got some really expensive real estate down there that
1: well, I knew, is unused. Uh, Rand Paul's got his office. Maybe Daniel Cameron's got like the uh, upstairs or something.
0: Maybe, maybe. Or the carport. That's
1: probably what it is.
0: Uh, Louisville Police Chief Erica Shields will step down in January, less than two years after she took the job. So this is pretty customary when you get a new mayor, especially in a city the size of Louisville you'll get your uh, police chief who will come through, have a conversation with the mayor-elect, and most of the time they will offer their resignation knowing that, you know, your your predecessor is the one who hired me and is probably the one that's loyal to me. And that gives them an opportunity right there to have a conversation and say, well, I want you to stay on, or I want to go a different direction. After she met with Mayor Green, uh, Mayor-elect Craig Greenberg Monday, She offered to submit her resignation, which would give Greenberg the opportunity to pick a new chief when his term begins in January. You're running a city the size of Louisville. I would presume you want your person. You know, you would want the person that uh, you trust and you think shares your vision. So she came from Atlanta or Mm -hmm. somewhere in the south. Yep. Been around through some tough times. (coughs) LMPD's had a rough couple of uh, years. Are are you a candidate for the new chief? No, I think I'm out on that one as well. I don't live in Jefferson County, so I don't think it'd be too much of a commute. <laughs> uh, Land Between the Lakes National Recreation Area is offering permits for free cedar Christmas trees. Permits, along with maps and cutting guidelines, are available beginning Friday and must be obtained online. So load up Russ and Audrey and Helen Get in the family truckster, drive on down to LBL, and don't forget the saw.
1: I was gonna say you gotta cut it yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Can we bring a chainsaw, <laughs> Dad? Did you bring the saw? <laughs> uh, Louisville lost in Lahaina. There are worse places to lose if you're gonna lose a basketball game. Uh, but in the uh, Maui Gym, Maui Invitational, Arkansas beat Louisville eighty to fifty four.
1: My favorite part of the of the Maui Invitational is that the coaches always wear the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, but, and what was
0: funny yesterday is that both coaching staffs were wearing the same exact shirt, but with an updated logo. logo because uh-huh. you know Arkansas and Louisville share colors. Speaking of similar colors, uh, Western was playing down in the Cayman Islands and got beat by uh, Akron, seventy-two to fifty-three in the Cayman Classic yesterday.
1: Again. Worst place is to lose by 19 points. That's right. Yeah, if you're going to lose. Never been to the Cayman Islands, but I assume it's uh, pretty nice.
0: If you're going to lose, you might as well you know, lose in something paradisial. Uh, Mark Stoops doesn't regret. He was on his radio show last night, and and Tom asked him kind of about. And then he had a conference yesterday where he talked to the media. Stoops admitted that the timing of his contract extension could have been better since they signed it, and then ceremoniously went out and got thumped by Vandy the day after. Another thing he said was that um, he wishes he could invest some of that money he got back into the NIL program, but that's uh, that's not allowed either. So they could have done that. You know they were prepared to announce that the day of the Vandy game. And I'm surprised they didn't announce it before. Like, that type of thing usually mm-hmm. comes out or in the, day the, after, in the yeah. few hours leading up to kickoff of a game like that because they thought, ah, now's a good I'm sure time. that they
1: were probably thinking doing it the day after, and then the day after that was the NIL announcement. Mm. So it'd oh, be yeah. like, look yeah. at all of this positive news we have building around our program. They had so the on. dominoes set up, uh-huh. and then
0: somebody came in and kicked a domino sideways and went, nope, that's not going to work.
1: Over the last few years, you
0: have seen it has become more commonplace on our highways, not only in the Commonwealth, but around the country. You're seeing these new reader board signs that convey messages, you know, drive sober, get pulled over, or... Buckle up. Buckle up, or the number of traffic fatalities. And some of them are on the side of the road. They're temporary. Some of them are the big reader boards over the lanes. Well, when you do that, Someone always tries to up up the ante because the normal boring PSAs, they just kind of blend in and people start ignoring them. So the Weisenheimers have to get involved mm-hmm. and start coming up with creative things to put on the signs. Like creative things to put on boards? Creative things to put on boards, perhaps. What? Who, who does that? <laughs> well... It's a special type of person. It requires a special (laughs) skill set to be able to do it. But in the Garden State of New Jersey, someone decided to get creative. And they started putting messages like, hold on to your butts. Don't drive high. Uh, uh, It's
1: good advice.
0: Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Get your head out of your apps. This is one of the ones they've used in New Jersey. I like it. Uh, Nice car. Did it come with a turn signal? Love that one.
1: That is my pet peeve.
0: There was even one, of course, you know, Bruce Springsteen being from New Jersey. Slow down. This ain't Thunder Road. Well, so what happens? People see these and they want to pull over and take selfies with them Mm -hmm. because they think well i've got to post this on my on my story i got so the uh transportation department the ng nj dot manages these for the federal highway administration and now the Federal Highway Administration has learned of their creative sayings, and they've pulled a Bashir on them and said, you can't be doing that. So no more creative road signs in New Jersey. I'm sorry to report. Just I 20. like that one. Nice car. Did it come with a turn signal? Well, that's spot on. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the
1: Note.
0: Today is Cranberry Relish Day today. I like cranberry relish is the version of cranberry that isn't shaped like a can. That's my guess.
1: Don't you have a member of your family that has a really strong opinion on the on the canned cranberry? My or, dad loves the cranberry. It. That's what canned. I thought. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. I knew that somebody either really liked it or really did not
0: like so it. Give me, give me the ridges, is what they say. Josh, you saying give, yes. give me the, give me the can shape.
2: That's exactly. What you like. Take it right out of the can. Put it in the, the a little dish. Serve it right up. Slice it in half though, so it doesn't. Yeah. Roll slice away. it up. yeah. Okay,
0: so you gotta slice it down the middle, so you got like a half moon shape. And then today is Start Your Own Country Day today, so, huh? Uh, right? Just uh, well, we've over the years we've 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 started our own show, um, and um, it's called Tennessee DC. If you remember, you go back to the really early days of the show, it was it was uh, the country of Tennessee DC, uh, but I, I won't get back into that I'm today. Just to say that's, that's today is. is um, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, when you see Misty, ask her about Tennessee, D.C. We have some very specific people getting, that we getting
1: were... Getting a long list of things now I need to bring up to Misty we next were, time I see her. We were
0: throwing in. Uh, today is day number 22 of thankful giving. If you've been following along for the last 21 days, this is day number 22 to benefit the Grayson County Alliance Food Pantry. And so we have whole kernel corn, so canned corn is going into the uh, box today. So in our three boxes, and then in just a handful of days, I guess early next week, we'll be car- – well, well, I don't know if we'll be carrying them. We'll be uh, carting them across the road mm-hmm. over to the kernels. We we long ago passed carrying. Then tomorrow when the big tomato juice – yesterday when the big tomato juice cans went mm-hmm. in, it was like – you can forget it. There will be no carrying the boxes. Oh, yeah. They will have to be carted over.
1: And then, I mean, heck, depending on on what, how big your hand soap and your dish soap bottle is, those can be heavy too.
0: That's true, especially you if some. you you may cross over into the jug category with those. So you would want to be want to be careful. Uh, Josh Horton is our guest co-host today, sitting in, and I'm so glad you're here, Josh, because you can help us settle uh, something that causes a lot of arguments. Oh, buddy, let's go. What time is the best time to eat Thanksgiving dinner? On Thursday, what time do you think is the best time to eat Thanksgiving dinner? I said it. I, I offered some speculation on it a few weeks ago, and I saw some eyebrows raised like, you're you're, unbel- you're crazy. So I think Dennis, as a matter of fact, I think Yukon Cornelius was the one that yeah, strongly, I thought, strongly I objected. I thought
1: Dennis was going to put his headset off and leave.
0: Yes, I thought so too. Uh, Josh, you, you just have to pick a time. What time do you pick?
2: Well, you know, it's kind of torture smelling all the aromas that, you know, the turkey and the dressing. So usually I'm ready to eat at lunch. So around 12 o'clock, one just depends. But you're uh-huh. saying dinner. So that's making me a little nervous. It makes me think that I need to be more around five or six. Oh, okay. All right. So, well, you know, but here in the country, you know, here out it's in the rural to,
0: portion, dinner, dinner can easily be the lunch meal. You know, <laughs> people say Sunday dinner, they mean lunch. Uh, you grow up on the farm, lunch is usually lunch is usually dinner. Lunch might be something you have at school. Dinner is what you have for your midday meal on the farm. And then supper, dinner, et cetera. So don't let that mislead you. I guess I am just asking to sit down for your primary meal, you know, your candles on the table, the bird is there, the family is gathered, the blessing is offered. What time of day do you think that should be? Six, six o'clock. Okay, good. Sam, what well, do you think?
1: We're eating at two o'clock, so that's what at time my mother o'clock. says. So guess what? That's what time I'm agreeing with. because All right. that's what time because she gets to make the rules.
0: So I have I have really thought this through, especially since UConn objected to it a couple of weeks ago. I'm still I'm still going with two o'clock, and here here here's why. I, I would even lean a little closer to the one o'clock side. I fear that if you wait until four, you aren't hungry enough before the end of the day to eat again, but you'll be laying there thinking, boy, I'd really like to go back in there and get into the leftovers.
1: See, the way that I think about it, too, is that I think about it in the sports realm is usually I want to eat during the first football game because that's usually the Lions are playing. Uh So usually it's not as great of a game where game two is when the Cowboys play and the Cowboys usually play a better opponent. So it's usually a better game. Right. That's usually you. what I'm thinking. I wanna, I'll want i probably want to watch that second game more than I'll want to watch the first game.
0: See, I'm thinking, I think that and we're doing 1 o'clock, and I think maybe 1 o'clock might be ideal because, to Josh's point, you don't want, you, you want to people's appetites to percolate and work up by the smells and make them thankful. Boy, I'm thankful for that <laughs> food in there that's being
1: prepared. You wanna take them off though.
0: That's true. There's a crossover. Then you then you can get into hangry territory. And then all of a sudden you've got a revolt on your hands. So I'm thinking if you eat at one four thirty. One four thirty? One? Oh. Four thirty oh. and about eight forty five, you've maximized. Your potential. Oh,
1: I see. I I thought you were meaning somebody was going to sit down for their main Thanksgiving at eight forty. No, I think I if, I if you like, go, I a... think if my you
2: dad's go... family. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't say
1: that, but they're late eaters. If you go too
0: late, though, you've kind of landlocked yourself out of that bonus third mm. meal. If you get it out of the way early enough, you can squeeze in three meals spread evenly apart throughout mm. the day. I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I usually just. Go with whatever I'm told.
2: See, I kind of like that, too. I, I mean, just tell me when I'm supposed to eat, and then I'll mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm don't, not the one cooking it. But
0: you don't show up empty-handed, do
1: you?
2: Implicit. Huh, it depends. Oh, no, I'll make sure I go by the grocery store and buy, like, cookies or something. <laughs> <stuff. Okay? laughs> uh, by
0: the way, here are some myths. I want to remind you that these are myths. Turkey does not make you tired. You know, for a long time, we, we, let, we let that urban myth, and it wasn't even really an urban myth. It was a myth. Turkey makes you tired. It's the tryptophan. No, it's just 4,000 calories that makes you tired. Uh, Another myth, canned pumpkin is less nutritious than fresh. Not true. I've never heard that. Equally nutritious. Cranberries require a ton of added sugar to taste good. Not true. You ever had cranberry juice?
1: I have. It's good. Yeah, my grandma used to drink it all the time.
0: Was she an ocean spray lady?
1: Uh, No. Did she insist? (laughs) You, yes, you clearly never met my grandma. No, no uh, store bought. She was store brand. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't good. know that she ever bought anything name brand in her life. Okay, she just was. That was just who she was. Yeah, no. It, it hey, if been you get brand. to wear
0: hip waders and stand in there with a big pole mm-hmm. in your cranberry, yeah, I, I and can't that's imagine. The brand I want
1: can't imagine. <laughs> and and you knew that it was she was not having great when she had to get the cranapple. Um, that means yeah. that her cranberry juice wasn't there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: Dark turkey meat is worse for you than breast meat. That's a myth. And post-meal is the best time to take a Thanksgiving nap. I say do both. You have one before and one after. Why why limit yourself? It's Thanksgiving. You can be grateful, grateful for naps. Yesterday, I gave you some content that can decorate your Thanksgiving meal conversation. When you gather a bunch of people around the table, well, you, you can stray into some areas that You may wish that you hadn't. So I gave I gave you a list of factoids and I thought, Sam, it was a healthy supply of factoids that people could use to keep the conversation going.
1: They were so good that I'm not even sure I remember what one of them was.
0: Because when the conversation gets idle, then Uh people start
1: grasping for things. That's when I'm like, oh, football.
0: Yes. And so some of you didn't take the hint. So I'm just going to tell you here are the questions you should not be asking at Thanksgiving. Who'd you vote for? God, no.
2: <laughs>
0: Number one, when are you going to meet someone? <laughs> yeah, that's irritating. Don't do it. If they ha- I, mm, Chances are they want to meet someone more than you want them to meet someone, or they don't. And if they don't, it's none of your business, so don't ask. It's a good one. Why don't you put yourself out there more? <laughs> what happened to so-and-so? If they're not there, don't ask. Just mm-hmm. they're just they're just not there. Mm-hmm. Just take it and move on. When are you getting married? When are you having kids? Just stay away from those. More modern inclusions. Is everyone here vaccinated? Okay, I understand that's an honest question, <laughs> but all you're Sorry. doing is causing an argument. <laughs> Have you gotten boosted? Don't don't. Just don't. Just stay away from people. Just stay out of their face, and you won't have to worry if they're boosted or not. Tried but true. Are you really going to eat all that? You know, you have those those aunts and uncles. You know that.
1: Well, that's a that's a that's a big plate. We don't have that. We worry about your own plate. I don't think we have that family member in our family. Have you gained weight?
0: Ooh. You don't need to ask. They know whether they did or they mm-hmm. didn't. Just. Your baby isn't doing that yet, right? he like, "Oh, they're not walking yet." Well my kid walked at seven months, And then, yes, who are you voting for, or who did you vote for? Mm-hmm. Just stay away from.
1: See, that's why I always liked the kids' table, and it, it was funny because <laughs> it was funny because the kids' table at, at our Thanksgiving every year it would gain more adults. <laughs> because no. they didn't want in on the political talk that would sometimes happen at the table. So it was funny that uh, some of my uncles would come over and join us.
0: It was sanctuary. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to go here and hide with the kids. Uh-huh. And
1: Well, because the kids turned into late, uh, high school, college, so it wasn't... Oh, you know, sure. It was no longer... Do you
0: still ask to be placed at the kids' table? Well, there's no longer a kids' uh, table.
1: okay. So it's, it's just one big table, and then I guess sometimes I get sent to the... To the there's like a... Kitchen Island. Here's a suggestion. Of thing.
0: How about the kid-at-heart table? Yeah. Yeah, it would be a kid-at-heart. Kid and this headline made me laugh. In Florida, in Tampa, detectives are looking for a man who burglarized a KFC in Tampa. The Tampa Police Department said the burglar was caught on camera sneaking and crawling into the restaurant change, uh, chain. After a while, surveillance videos showed the burglar taking cleaning supplies... And wiping down the door before he crawled back out. But in their media release, they did report that the secret recipe of eleven herbs and spices was safe. That that had not been taken. Are we sure this was not Yukon Cornelius? It could have very well been Yukon Cornelius, but that did make me laugh. Do they think on the wall at KFC is a poster that lists <laughs> in the, lists it's in the, the safe little... in the back? <laughs> yeah, a, it shows up pre-bagged. Thank you. Got to get to a break. We'll come yeah. back. We've got more on the way here on In the Know.
1: Be forgotten. Come
0: on, Did you know the oldest word in the English language is town? Interesting. How do they know that? That's a very good question. That's just one of many, many questions I immediately have. So someone was speaking another language. And then took whatever town was in that language and said, I'm going to invent a new language. Let's start with the word that I would use for town. And they called it town. Was there a moment there where there was just one word in the English language and say so they went away from it for a while?
1: Now What was the second word? That's what, that's what I want to know. Because you would think City. that the first word would, word would be like hello,
2: you would hi, think,
1: or what's up. Absolutely, right?
2: but think about it. When you are a kid, especially when you live in rural areas, and they say I am going to town, that's like one of the first words you learn is town, because you know true. to get your get your shoes on because you might get something from one of the stores.
0: But imagine trying to speak English when only there was a couple of words in it. Like it had to be a very mm-hmm. frustrating uh, enterprise. Town, I think, like village, would be. Yeah. I don't know. So we just started with geographical locations, and then you know, broadened <laughs> out from there. I would think river or water or some air or something. You know, yeah, one of the things required, one of the required elements would be. Uh, First, speaking of fire, Jay Leno has been discharged from a hospital nine days after suffering severe burns. He posed with uh, for a picture with some of his. Uh, caregivers there so he was in the hospital about a week like they suspected and we'll uh, you know go back home and
2: so I'm and a little behind on this what his recovery how did he get burned even
0: he was working on one of his cars and uh, gasoline uh, <whistles> released from a car he was working on and ignited and he attributes his friend Dave I don't know Dave's last name we think it might be Sam's dad Dave Gormley <laughs> um, <laughs> my, we, my dad likes cars we and, and likes his T V show. We don't know it wasn't. I and, haven't I haven't asked him. Uh I wasn't there, so I can't rule it out. Mm-hmm. But uh somebody named Dave uh helped get him down and, and beat down the flames and he's got third degree burns you can see kinda on his neck and underside yeah. and his hands. His left hand is burnt. But Jay says that if it weren't for Dave, he would have uh he would have died. So Dave getting a little something extra for Christmas this year. Harrison Ford will be de-aged in the next Indiana Jones uh, scene. He said it's a little spooky. This is weird. They've done this in some of those other, like uh-huh. Scorsese when they did uh, The Irishman. They they took um, De Niro and some of those guys and they de-aged them using
1: software, and it's really no. It's cool, but it's unsettling. Do, do we know when this is coming out? Um, Does it say?
0: It does not yet say. Indiana Jones 5 is the number it will be. But in the film's opening sequence, Ford will appear as he did in the original trilogy. The initial scene will be the only place, the only one in which the star is digitally de-aged, winding the clock back to 1944 before flashing forward to 1969. June 30th. June 30th. Did similar with um, some of the Star Wars content when they de-aged well, didn't some they, of their characters.
1: Didn't they do some things I haven't seen yet in the new Top Gun with, uh, uh, what's his name? His name is escaping me now. Tom Cruise. Iceman.
0: Oh, Iceman.
1: Uh, with oh. Uh, uh, his, his the actor's name is yeah, escaping me.
0: Maybe Val Kilmer.
1: Thank you. I know that... Uh, I was going to say Willem Dafoe, and that's not right.
0: I was <laughs> trying to think if they could have just pulled from their archive, but that's a good question. They might have. They might have done some of that. You can tell... It must be very expensive to do because they're doing it, but they're doing it in very small chunks, which means it's uh, the, the time involved must be expensive making production.
2: Well, great. Part. As a single man, I'm sitting over thinking about when is this going to hit the dating apps and stuff. And then you, it's <laughs> oh, already. the de-aging? Yeah, um, the de-aging. Yeah, we call mm-hmm. them filters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and like, yeah, filters. Uh, if you are... Um, Elton John, speaking of Disney plus content, Elton John's final show is on Disney plus and but don't be surprised if he doesn't he's it's his last show of his last tour, but he'll play more concerts he just won't necessarily tour according to his manager Well of course his manager wants him to continue to work
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: money, 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 money. get back out oh, there
0: yeah. <laughs> get
1: back out there and play some tunes. Fill up that uh, fill up well, that. i hat. heard he's, uh, even the last tour was really good still.
0: He had uh, a lot of help on stage, apparently. Oh, did he? If you, yeah, had a bunch, it was a who's who, had a bunch of celebrities oh, show up saying. to perform songs with him. Do you, if you do not want to hear who won Dancing with the Stars season 31, I'm going to give you five seconds to cover your ears or... Uh, get lost. Josh, do you care about the spoiler? On I don't think I've Dancing ever watched stars? one
2: single episode of Dancing with the Stars.
0: I never watched a full episode. I probably watched maybe 30 to 45 seconds at a time. But the Mirrorball champions for season 31 are Charlie D'Amelio and Mark Ballas. Charlie, G, uh, that C-H-A-R-L-I. I don't know either of them, which proves my point. I think it is liberal in saying Dancing with the Stars. I think we exhausted our supply of stars who were willing to dance on a competition. And the name of the show really is Dancing with People Who You Might Have Heard of at some point for a brief moment. But that doesn't fit together on a marquee very well.
1: She's a TikTok star, so that's probably why you don't know There
0: you go. That would explain most everything you need to know. And... Avatar, The Way of Water, is officially one of the longest films ever with an enormous run time at three hours and 12 minutes. Woo. Three hours and 12 minutes of Avatar is what you can expect for The Way of
2: Water, Oh, I'll have to break that up into about three different, three days, probably. Thank God for technology. It'd be like Titanic. You'd have to, like, flip the movies or take the VHS out or (laughs) whatever. Flip it over. Absolutely. It it gives me a flashback. My parents took us to see Out of
0: Africa at the theater when I was a kid. When I realized there was an intermission, I thought, oh, no. I'm having the worst childhood ever. (laughs) we got to get that break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning. You're only In the Know. M.B.'s point to ponder Life for today.
2: Thank God
0: this Thanksgiving what movie quote do you use on a regular basis? Oh, mercy.
1: <laughs> for you, I how much time you got I, left in this show?
0: I could spend the rest of the week. I could spend you could until spend Time a- to Eat on Thursday coming up with a list of...
1: From just four scum. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, we could start with Forrest Gump. That'd take a couple of hours just to name all those because if I could just quote the entire movie, which is roughly, you know, a couple of hours, then I could I could get that knocked out and then move on to things like Shawshank Redemption, Top Gun. I mean, like I just... I, I, there was a category on Jeopardy last night. It was movie, uh, movie tagline. So it was the last line of certain movies. And that was a fun category. So it kind of got me thinking about... The use of movies. Josh, you got a movie that you quote
2: more often than any other? I can't quote it because due to the the nature of the quote, but it's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You know, we're talking about Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there's the airport scene when he goes back, and they've uh, not had the correct. Actually, there's no car in the spot. and <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's It's a, some graphic, but it's funny. You got to watch that movie if you've never watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
0: It is a good one.
2: Yeah. And probably some other movies I can't really think of. The pillows not. scene is just the, where's your hand? Oh, yeah. Between two pillows. Yeah, yeah. Those are not Those pillows. Those aren't pillows. Yep. <laughs> it's funny.
1: Um, I could could think of, you know, again, ones that I pro- we probably can't share on it from Step Brothers, <laughs> oh, Talladega yeah, sure, Nights. Sure, About uh, what he thinks about the house being a prison is always one of my favorite lines. <laughs> is
2: that the one where he praised Baby Jesus? Sweet pants, <laughs> that's Talladega Tal- Nights. That's Talladega Nights. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, if you don't chew big red gum, that's always one of my favorite. Anytime oh, yeah. I see that, I I always think. Well, of just the think line. of
0: that though. Between Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, the campaign, okay. the number of quotable lines uh-huh. from,
1: and you know, even I mean, you want to throw just
0: Marty Huggins alone has all kinds of great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I just love I mean, Marty Huggins.
1: Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are great too. And then I mean, you, and then in Talladega Nights, you throw Sacha Baron, Baron Cohen. And there. Uh it's just uh, yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> Joe Dirt. I yeah. mean I just I can
2: just go uh-huh. on and on and on. Oh yeah, the fireworks quote. No, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: I was looking to see. I've got I mean I have got um I surely have Marty Huggins around here somewhere. But anyway, it's gonna be fun. That'd be a great that would be a great um uh, Thanksgiving game to play with people is so you have to only speak in movie quotes oh, and but the person has to be able to name the movie uh-huh. before they can give their quote. Hmm. That could be fun. It could also be infuriating.
1: On television tonight. I would not want to be with you at Thanksgiving that day because oh, you, be would, rough. you would... it Thanksgiving would be long. Yeah. Well, that and you're you're well you're well versed.
0: Sam, uh who won in Mexico City last night? Was oh, it the 49ers or, or the Cardinals? They won big. 40 49ers won big. 38 okay. to 10. I saw they were having big halftime entertainment. Like, they had a big oh, dude, uh, I missed that. big star in Mexico that was performing at halftime. I was like, wow, they're really doing it all up. And the fans were into it, too, into the game. Like I, well, I, I know it was really cool when
1: they it. played in Germany a couple of weeks ago. The fans that were really into it as well over there.
0: The FIFA World Cup is on today. Mexico versus Poland. France versus Australia. Bachelor in Paradise, season 8 finale on ABC. The Voice is on NBC tonight. And on the History Channel, the premiere of a new show called The Bermuda Triangle into
1: Cursed Waters. That's on HBO?
0: No, on a uh, history,
1: history Channel. Channel. Oh. History, like, get a little weird sometimes with what they do. It's either pretty good or it's it gets a little mm-hmm. weird.
0: I think they also think they have had enough, they've had an ample amount of time to get through the volume of history that they need to work on that now they overreach sometimes mm-hmm. and they go, Oh well, we've already done World War Two every way you can do World War Two. Let's do something like the Bermuda Triangle.
1: See, like I'm semi interested in that, but I feel like it might get a little weird.
0: Let's do a documentary on the Loch Ness Monster. Okay, is that historical? I don't know. I mean, I, we all you, know
1: it. But you don't know that it's not historical.
0: I I've, I can tell you I've I've never seen the Loch Ness Monster. Nessie. T- today's highlight in history: This day, 1963. President John F. Kennedy, the 35th president of the United States, was shot to death during a motorcade in Dallas. Powering completely changed uh, changed the course of our country as well. Um, and it's been, that's one of those same. that's one of those where were you moments. You know, if you were living during that time,
1: well, I know my grandma always told the story that my uncle she was in the shower, I think, and and my uncle came and like knocked on the door and said, "Hey, the Kennedy's been shot," and she said, "Oh, like thought thought he was pulling her leg." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a very it's a very somber place too. Uh, when we went to the Final Four uh, back a few years ago, um, Beej and Chris, uh, Beege and Misty and I, we all we went to the Dealey Plaza and went to the Book Depository while we were in Dallas. To we see didn't
1: it. go to the Depository, but we walked we walked the spot when I was in Dallas about ten years ago. In seventeen
0: eighteen, English pirate Edward Teach, better known as Blackbeard, was killed during a battle off present day North Carolina. In 1906, the SOS distress signal was adopted at the International Radio Telegraphic Convention in Berlin. And Rihanna is very glad that that happened. Be <laughs> harder to write a hit song without SOS. In 05, Angela Merkel took power as Germany's first female chancellor. Birthdays today: Richard, uh, Billie Jean King is 79. Richard Kind is 66. I think Richard Kind played Al Borland on Tool Time or on Home Improvement.
1: Okay, then I definitely know who he is, if that's true.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis is 64, Mario Hemingway is 61, Scarlett Johansson is 38 today.
1: No, that's... Uh, that's
0: not Richard Kind? No. Richard uh, Kind... He looks
1: familiar, though.
0: You um, show me his picture. I can probably tell you who he is. I've just misplaced him.
1: Yeah, he looks familiar. That's him. Oh, yeah, I think he did play on Tool Time.
0: Oh, I know him. He, so he's on, um, he is or on. Um,
1: uh, he's in Curb, Spin City, Mad oh, About Spin, you.
0: Spin City is the one I know him from. He's great. Played Paul in Spin City. But he is currently his... starring in uh, East New York, the new cop drama on CBS. He's good. He's funny.
1: I'm looking here to see if there's, because I saw he's in Cars. I was trying to see.
0: He's got a very distinct voice if you if you ever uh, He's see him. A fan in Car- Charles de Gaulle was born in 1890, Wiley Post in 1898, Hoagy Carmichael in 1899, Rodney Dangerfield in 1921. Let's get to some chart toppers. Let's go to 1954 and the Cordettes number one with Mr. Sandman. Mr. Okay.
1: Sandman. Bum bum, bum, bum,
0: Give him two lips like... Okay. Let's go to 1963. And The Singing Nine with
2: Dominique.
0: Sam, did we learn a few months ago, or maybe a year ago, that her guitar is named Adele? Correct. And that's how your mother... Or, or, I is,
1: don't know if that's the reason she was named okay. Adele, but yes,
2: uh, Richard Carn is
1: Tim is uh, not Ah uh, Carn. Uh, that's right. Carn. Yeah. Kind Carn.
0: Yeah.
1: You? So you're you are in the right in the right ballpark. But yes, I think that's what my mom said. Is that I was
0: a syllable off. Wow. Ah, yeah. Helen Reddy,
1: number
2: one in 1972.
0: She had kind of a herky jerky style of performance.
1: All
0: right. Let's go to. Do you see the protest the Iranian uh, soccer team was doing for the women of Iran?
1: No, I missed that. Yeah,
0: so that's the big one of the big headlines in game, the, game Qatar was, yesterday.
1: game was at like 4 a.m. So uh, I, I wasn't necessarily up I that early. You weren't watching that. No, it's not usually time on the. 1981 Air Supply. Here I am. Iranian soccer at 4 a.m. is not usually on the top of my <laughs> list to watch. Kind <laughs> of shocked.
0: MC Hammer number one in
1: 1990 with Prey. Not a very. This is just not a very clean clip. Or oh, yeah, we I don't... Pray.
0: Pray. Not much production money in the budget, apparently.
1: I mean, uh, the singing nun had better quality than that.
0: Yes, she did, absolutely. Uh oh. Well, but she Uh-oh. had the she I had the, the, the power song. of the papacy Ooh, behind okay. her. Lou Vega, Mambo Number Five, number one in 1999. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car. Katy Perry, Hot and Cold, number one in 08 And Havana, Camila Cabello, and uh, Young Thug, number one five years ago today. Already five years ago. Josh, thanks for coming in.
2: Of course. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I know
0: you'll be watching Horton Here's a Who before the weekend is over. <laughs> you, you, know, so you, here brought,
2: you brought back some trauma, Mark. I have to share this real quickly. When I was a t- traumatic. Yeah, I not mean kind of for it to no, be it's traumatic. Fine. When I was a substitute teacher, though, my students called me Mr. Horton Here's a Who. That's fine. You can call me Horton Here's a Who, Mark.
0: But I bet nobody had connected the dots on World Health
2: Organization. No. Uh, now uh-huh. I'm just thinking T shirts. <laughs> <laughs> t shirts for my staff. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm sure they really want to wear those. Right? Yes. Put your face on it, right?
2: <laughs> uh, they'll throw darts and at Make
0: it. sure on the back they say, you can't be doing that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming in. Of course. Um, Thank hopefully you you'll for come having back me. again in a few weeks. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. Don't eat too much cranberry relish. Uh, we'll eat the whole can. <laughs> Another you can, have the relish, whole can but not the relish. I'll have the can. Envy's Pearl Wisdom for today. Happiness grows at our own fireside, and it is not to be picked in strangers' gardens. Happiness grows at our own fireside and is not to be picked in strangers' gardens. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Josh Horton, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.